Hi, I'm Dee Dee Bass Wilbon. And I'm Dina Bass Williams. And we are the, the Bass, Bass Sisters. So it is. What's today's date? I don't know, the 14th? The 14th. No, you're so wrong. Oh my gosh. She, she put us way back, y'all. I'm sorry. <laughs> she put us back to last week. <laughs> Today is the 17th. Okay, 17th, 14th. <laughs> Three whole days. Wow. <laughs> But at any rate, uh, we wanted to, um, this weekend, Dina, I did. I was trying to tell you not to go into D.C. this weekend, but I know that you had to, to go to the condo. No, I did not. I did not go into D.C. I went into Alexandria, okay. so I stopped short of D.C. I went into Alexandria, renting a lovely condo in the Delray area, if, <laughs> if anyone's looking for a, a wonderful home in the charming Delray, mm-hmm. Alexandria. But there were um, riots this weekend, right? I don't know if you can call them full-blown riots, but there were there were protests Protest. that were largely peaceful during the day. And then at night, and actually even during the day, I saw some Trump supporters, of course, we're talking about the, um, the Trump rally that was held in um, D.C. this weekend, um, last weekend. Mm-hmm. And uh, I did see... Some people getting attacked during the daylight hours, but most of the attacks, as always, happen at night. Right. But they were not um, in regards to the media coverage of the riots. It wasn't... Well, I don't know if we can call... Well, right, protests. I keep saying riots. I'm going to say protests. So you're absolutely right, because they were protests. But in regards to the coverage of those protests... Mm-hmm. How did you see the... How well, did you see- I, there, there are two things. One, I think the coverage of the peaceful protest mm-hmm. was... It was... I mean, you can you almost can't ignore all those people downtown in D.C. So I think they had to they had to cover that. And we have to be clear. Those were not riots. That, that was a peaceful protest. Right. Now, and I don't even consider the... Um, I don't know if you can call it. I guess it's riots when those people were beating the Trump supporters up. Is that called a riot or is that called just beating people up? Because either way, it's bad. I'm not. Right. I'm not distinguished. I'm not trying to give them a pass because whatever, like punching someone in the face. I don't know if that's a riot, but punching someone in the face because you you oppose their political view is wrong. Right. And Absolutely. now that totally. is what got very little coverage. Exactly, and, very little. And it was almost as if the coverage was painted in such a way that the Trump supporters instigated people punching them in the face by simply breathing. <laughs> you know, so as, just by simply existing. Or being down there, period. Being down there, wearing a MAGA hat, um, gave people the right to punch them and to behave in a way that is completely undemocratic. And that coverage certainly did not get a lot of attention. No, it didn't. So it did not. So earlier this morning, uh, for those of you who were with us uh, during our morning coffee, we talked about cheering others on. And we were we were encouraging everyone to cheer people on throughout your day. And for me, I cheered on my 13-year-old and my 18-year-old. They are both going through... Uh, math and end of the year, end of the term math situations. I am not a mathlete. We are not a Let family. Let me write a mathletes. paper anytime, but I'm not a mathlete. And so I told both of them to, I want them to learn at an early age not to worry. Um, and if, you know, to 
say a prayer, give it to the Lord, do your best and leave it right there with the Lord. And and I'm 49 years old and I am still trying to learn that. I want them to learn it now. And um, so I, I, w- I was cheering. The, um, I was their cheer section for today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, at 47 and 10 twelfths, <laughs> I have not learned that either. So I think it's great that you are teaching them that. I think... Um, yeah, I wore my Dorian Squad t-shirt today because I'm cheering him on. Uh, and I also went on to a friend's website, Emmanuel Concepts, and um, cheering her on in her business, okay. um, Ardenay Brewer. I'm, I'm sending, Mama's going to get a little gift from Emmanuel Concepts. I'm online to purchase a gift for Mama. I need to get her website so yeah. I can go on. It's EmmanuelConcepts.com, I think. There it is. Yeah. And so the thing that's so interesting, as I was thinking about Ardenay, it reminded me of my, like over, now it's almost 25 years, actually it has been over 25 years that I've known her. Wow. And she was an amazing cheerleader and probably doesn't even realize it, but my freshman year at Salem, at the end of my freshman year, I was running for inter-dorm secretary that's like the council that manages all the dorm activity for me it was a huge deal and i was like i was not a cool kid i was not any anywhere near in the cool group but arden was and so after i gave my speech in the fine arts center you know my my speech (laughs) to elect me as the (laughs) inter-dorm chair after i gave the speech it was like it was kind of silent and then kind of just it was kind of (laughs) silent-ish but then in the background you heard this loud scream like woo and then someone started clapping and it was Ardenay and Ardenay started clapping she's cool everyone else started clapping and I firmly believe that Arden cheering me on 25 years ago encouraged my Salem sisters to elect me inner dorm council which eventually led to me being student government secretary and then student government president and that leadership like that experience literally changed my life mm-hmm. and if you trace it back it's all back to one young lady in the back of the room in the back of the room cheering for me that's awesome that's yeah. a good story yeah that's a really so, good story happy to cheer arden on and her uh beautiful uh crosses at Emmanuel concept so so anyone who is listening to us today please make sure that you send us a message and let us know who who did you cheer on today and who, you know, and who and who has been cheering you on? So please let us know. Please let us know. Yes. All righty. But also want to talk about Dina. You know, I sit back sometimes and think people are like, oh, I want to leave. I don't want to live in America anymore. <laughs> and I'm looking like, like, America's uh, so awful. They're mean. America okay. sucks. And I'm thinking, um... So where do you want to go and uh, where have you been? Because I'm going to tell you, I really have go to visit places. Yes. Love to travel the world, but love seeing the world and traveling. However, I always want my plane ticket to Have (laughs) have a return to the United States of America. So some people, I'm just not sure. It's interesting because after this, I guess the election is not over. We're not getting into that. Um, but, you know, it's interesting when 
Vice President Biden, former Vice President Biden, was announced as projected by the news outlets as the winner. So many people were talking about how now they're grateful to be Americans. Like now they're all, all, now all of a sudden now they can be grateful to be Americans. First of all, again, where have, have you, you been? been? Like you know, there is no other country that I would like to call home or to to live. I'm just like this is. Yeah, this is an amazing, an amazing place. And so one of the things that obviously policy and pound cake is a roundtable about policy and communication. And so we wanted to talk about as we go into Thanksgiving, like what does it sound like, feel like, look like to have an attitude of gratitude for America? Exactly. So this today we're talking about cheering on our friends, cheering on our you know, family. But what does it mean? What does it actually look like to cheer on America? So James Caesar writes, an incapacity to experience gratitude is commonly regarded not just as unfortunate, but as evidence of a defective soul or in the case of a collectivity of a defective community. At the same time, a capacity for gratitude can be developed shaped and trained. And so, for example, like today, Dalen, she's, she was on with her tutor and I could hear her saying, uh-huh, yeah. And I'm like, ooh, my neck was going to the side. I'm like, okay, wait a minute. I couldn't get in the room fast enough. So I'm texting her saying, you know, you're supposed to say yes, ma'am. And no, ma'am. And thank you. And thank you. You know what I mean? And so that is just one thing, one way of of showing your gratitude, of her showing her gratitude or thankfulness. Right. being respectful. For being respectful to the tutor mm-hmm. of, for her assistance. And now it's interesting what you're saying about um, this quote from James Caesar. He says, at the same time, a capacity for gratitude can be developed, shaped, and trained. Mm -hmm. So you, as a parent, I, as a pink professional aunt, no kids, (laughs) I, as a pink, you, as a parent, are are working to train, shape these young minds to have an attitude of gratitude because their lives are better. And we'll talk a little bit later about how you can even feel healthier when you're grateful, but... What does it look like? This is a policy conversation. So, so, sure. so, Didi, what does it look like to codify gratitude in public policy? Well, we're not advocating for more AmeriCorps-type programs or automatic drafts. Absolutely. <laughs> I don't know if any of you realize, but like I said, my child is 18, and I'm definitely not cheering for an automatic draft. We'll have a conversation about automatic drafts. I'm not I'm not opposed to automatic drafts, but we but we she know, doesn't have an 18 year old. I know, but I still think that 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 there was a time in American history when all families had someone suited up ready for the fight and yep. because we all had someone in wearing our nation's colors, we were less likely to go to well, not necessarily less likely to go to war, but we understood the sacrifice of of war. Right. So, and that's, I think people who serve, I don't have the capacity to be in the military, but I think that the, some of the most amazing people in the world are people who have chosen to wear their country's colors. And, and that totally shows gratitude. Agree. I but, totally but, agree. And even AmeriCorps, we're not saying, we're not talking about big government programs like AmeriCorps. You know, they do a lot of good. Some, you know, that's another conversation. But, so if we're not talking about 
drafts, and we're not talking about organizations like AmeriCorps, how do we actually, without being big government, how do we create more patriotism for people to be grateful for this nation? I don't know that we have the answer. Is it taught in school to be grateful? Because it's not, we're not saying that America is perfect. Not by any stretch of the imagination. I mean, I mean, we're not. America not. is not perfect. Um, but like you said, we, we're always striving or, and marching towards being a more perfect nation, right? Right. And so I think that when we, in your communities, wherever you live, um, we can start in our communities of being, you know... Um, helping others and being good neighbors, you know. Right. Um, you started a Facebook page for people in our county, Prince George's County, mm-hmm. which sometimes gets a bad rap. But it's the first of all, let's just be real. It's the highest income county for African Americans in the nation, right? But and so but we get a why do we get a bad rap? And and then you know how, and we're not from Prince George's County. We weren't born and raised here. But for me, it annoys me when people say PG, PG. right? And so Prince George's County, the most highly, most um, high income, highly educated. Absolutely. But we get a bad rap. But we, you started this Facebook page because you are proud of Prince George's County. And just to share the good things from the county or the people that are within the county. Um, but I think that it starts, people always talk about your local government, your local community, your your community centers. But just like I said, being good neighbors, being helpful to other people. Um, but... I think Dina, we grew up in what's you want. Some people want to say small town. I don't. I don't think Columbus was call, a small town. You can't call it a small town. <laughs> small we, town. You it, it felt. I mean, it was a very um, community oriented town. You right. know, it wasn't definitely didn't grow up in the big city or an urban area. So no. we grew up in a regular. But has there ever been a time where you were not excited or a, grateful to be grateful from Columbus? Be to be from Columbus. Every day of my life, I feel like I am. I'm a benefactor of having grown up in a community that was bent on faith, family. You know, I love where I'm from. Yeah, and but it I, wasn't perfect. It wasn't it, a perfect no, little town, no. perfect little place. But it was a place where you felt comfortable. You felt, um, like you said, there were people there that, you know, continued to um, cheer you on. Right. To, you know. Mm-hmm. So, but how do we codify we are we are not as you have listened to us we're not big government programs we're Mm -hmm. not we do not believe in um forcing people to raise the flag or cheer on america but we do believe that there's something valuable about recognizing that america is not perfect but america is amazing and how do we show gratitude and 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 some people are going to listen to this and be like, oh well, you don't you don't you've you've not struggled. You don't know what it's like to be oppressed. No, come on, please. Next, I don't seriously. I don't need that. Come there. on now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like we may not have That's um, another subject. We don't. We may not have lived in a refugee camp. You know what I mean? Right. But we know struggle and we know loss and we know um, discrimination and so we know all we know of that. All of that. So don't nah, next. But we. But knowing all of that, we understand that America is amazing and how do we we're asking a question that we don't have an answer to. no we don't and i don't know how i don't know how i don't know how you we start searching for for the right answer Mm -hmm. but i i feel and i I look at my children and 
I know that they love being from America. America. If I text my nephew right now, America, America is, his response, number, number one. one. And so one way I guess we do that is we celebrate with our, you know, with this next generation the greatness of America. And we also tell them that this is yours. It's not a love it or leave it. It's mm-hmm. a love it. And I will work every day to make it better. Absolutely. Absolutely. Our grandfather served in the first world war. First world war. Right. Mm-hmm. My husband is a retired Colonel in the air force. <laughs> and so for those people who have family members who have, you know, put on, who put on those uniforms and served their country um, served this country. Um, I thank each and every one of them. Yes, I think, and that's a way to show gratitude mm-hmm. to actually suit up. But we who do not suit up can show gratitude by when you, you know, see those individuals or when you see their family members. You know, because those family members also sacrificed mm-hmm. a lot as well. You know, right? And there are organizations like the Wounded Warrior Project that you can support, and we'll list in this. And there's another. The, what we did was it last year or two years ago, Dana? We we did the wreaths. It was with our Jack with that was Jack last and Jill year. group. Yep, that was last year. And we're doing it again. Actually, it's coming up in December. Putting wreaths on the graves at um, military on military graves. That's mm-hmm. great. And 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 also like the tangible support, like actually tangibly supporting people who served or whose families are, you know, back home while they're serving. So sur- supporting our military is one way Absolutely. that we can actually show gratitude. We're talking about specifically showing gratitude for being for this to this nation. And I think you can show gratitude to this nation by showing gratitude to your community as well. Mm-hmm. But again, we ask questions often that we don't have the answers but to. But if you think you know the answer, we welcome you to share it with us. So please send us what you believe the answer to that question is. And also send us, you know, ideas or ways or things that you've done that you believe that you've done to show gratitude or appreciation for this country or for anyone that's been that has served or a family member that served in the military. Right. So so that is it for this episode of Policy and Pound Cake. And we ask that you share, like, retweet. Um, tell us what you think. Um, we love getting your email next. Actually, I think tomorrow morning. Please join us for um, morning coffee. Because morning coffee, tomorrow morning we read some of our fan mail and some of our hate mail. Oh, Woo! Right. Yes, that'll be no, fun. No, I enjoy doing that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't we'll either do it tomorrow or one day this week we'll go we'll, into the mailbag absolutely we've got some doozies some okay. doozies but thank you guys for joining us we'll see you next time